Good afternoon and welcome listeners to Let's Go Sailing on 91.3 Sport FM. And, and what a great week it's been. The Club Marine Harbour Classic on Saturday attracted a good crowd and without fear a Swarbrick design owned by East Fremantle sailors Mark Nagel and Louis Siriano had a clear win. The spectacle of the GP42s charging around the harbour with the asymmetricals was also a clear winner with the sponsors and the quite large crowd that gathered down there. Prior to the main event, the spectators were also treated to an exhibition of the sports boats 20s, uh, manned by some of the legends of sailing and uh, some of the aspiring legends. The Rockwater Coventry Reef Race last Sunday was sailed on light airs and there's some great aerial photographs available. Uh, the Windward Leeward race, uh, Racing, which was uh, promoted as a, uh, a change from the Round the Cairns, was a, was a spectacular success last Saturday. And my favourite of the week was the success of the Shelley Sailing Club at Discover Sailing Day, where the Shelley primary students walked down to the club and had a sail with the members, many of whom had taken the day off. There weren't many who went home without a smile on their face. And for the Africanados or the Aficionados, or however you want to say it, the uh, Etchells Racing coming up this weekend, the Sid Corsa Regatta at Royal Perth Yacht Club will be a beauty. And with 19 entrants, it's well worth going down to. The Volvo boats are back on the water in Cape Town uh, and the sailors have taken them over again from the boatyard maintenance team headed up by Australian Nick Bice as they prepare for the in-port race tomorrow uh, and then the start of the Cape Town to Abu Dhabi next weekend. Um, Western Australian sailors Tom Johnson and Luke Parkinson are both on the race and on Wednesday I was lucky enough to catch up with Luke Parkinson by phone hookup in Cape Town and here's what he had to say. Good afternoon Luke and welcome to Let's Go Sailing on 91.3 Sport FM. Hi, how are you going? Well Luke, uh, we're going pretty good over here but congratulations on a number of firsts for you. Your first Volvo Ocean race, first over the line in leg one and first crossing of the equator, pretty impressive. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I'd actually crossed the equator before, but um, it's it's always a bit of a special experience, and I was um, stoked to be able to get the first leg of the Volvo underway. So, Luke, uh, what was the toughest part of the first leg for you? Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I just started playing music behind me. Uh, the the toughest part, I guess, is just how it continues for such a long time, and you're you're racing for. Uh, almost 30 days straight. It was ended up being a 26-day leg for us. And, Luke, uh, were you expecting the racing in the 25-plus days uh, to be as tight and as close as it really was? Um, yeah, it was just, I guess, from um, doing the... Sorry, one moment. Uh, yeah, from, from doing the... I'm just down on the boat at the moment, so... Uh, but the, the racing was just really close, and it was um, it was quite it was quite because we have um, we have AIS range, so we can see what the other boats are doing. And then when we go out of that range, it turns to six-hour position position report. So um, it 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 just goes from like a complete inshore race to to a traditional sort of offshore style um, within a like within half a day. So you have to be able to sort of switch modes a little bit. But um, it was very close. And, and Luke, uh, with the benefit of your experience with uh, the first leg, uh, are you preparing in a different way now for the next leg, which is starting in Cape Town next week and going up to Dubai? Are you preparing in a different sort of a way? 
Um, we're not we're not trying to change much. We're sort of preparing in the same way and trying to keep consistent sort of um, feel for everything. So leading into into next week, um, the team's doing a great job looking after the boat, going over everything, and we have the same meetings, the same briefings, and trying to keep a bit of a consistent build up to um, to reduce the stress for everyone. So. Um, yeah, we're not really changing too much as a team. We're just trying to build and learn from what we've already done together. Okay. And and how did the conditions in the first leg of the race from Alicante to Spain uh, sort of compare uh, with what ocean Western Australian ocean racing sailors might experience in the waters off Western Australia? Um, I guess because we, we go from so far um, north in the northern hemisphere to, to all the way down into the south, we go through quite a big range, uh, more so than what you would see uh, just along the WA coast. So we go through extremely hot sort of climates over the equator where um, you don't really have any cold water or any anything cold to drink and it's uh, it's quite hot and sweaty at times. And then, then we end up diving south so where we had um, belly clavers and gloves and, and really quite cold. So we see quite a big range um, compared to sort of what we would see on the WA coast. But there was... There was definitely times where it felt like, like I was sailing um, off in the Indian Ocean, like like I do at Perth and at home. Yeah, and do you like the freeze dried food, Luke? Um, the freeze dried food, yeah, it's it's actually not too bad. It's come quite a long way. Uh, it does get a little bit rep- uh, repetitive, but but it's all right. And um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoy eating. And and Luke over there in South Africa, do you really have a feel? for how much interest there is in you uh, and the race from the Western Australian sailing and the sporting community at large here in Fremantle right now? Um, yeah, I do get a pretty big feel for, for the following that um, I have and, and the team has. and it's, um, it's great. I hear it from my parents and from people I speak to and all the messages and, and Facebook messages I get is really supportive and it, it does keep you driven really well. And when we came into Cape Town, there was such a large amount of people on the dock and cheering and boats following us in. Um, so it was really great for, for the Volvo race and it's great for the, the sport of sailing. Well, for sure. And, and Luke, just today, what have you been up to? It's early in the day for you over there. What, what's the sort of day for you today? So our sort of daily routine is we wake up and we go to the gym and um, today's our first our first day back as the sailing team back at work. So we're going through debrief meetings and looking over the boat and working along with our, our shore team and the rest of the team to, to get updated to where we're at a little bit and, and just settling in and um, preparing for the import race this weekend. Well, uh, Luke, look, we're very grateful for your time here from Western Australia. We wish you well for the next leg from Cape Town uh, to Dubai starting next week uh, and maybe when you get there we could catch up with you again. Yeah, thank you very much. I definitely look forward to that. And um, next next leg should definitely be an interesting one, and and I'm sure it's going to be a long one. Yeah, well, well good on you, Luke, uh, and and enjoy the fun in the in the sun, and, uh, and 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 we we all follow you very very closely over here. Well, listeners, that was Luke Parkinson from Abu Dhabi Racing, and it was great to catch up with him on Wednesday. We'll do it again when the boats arrive in Abu Dhabi, and one of sailing's one of Let's Go Sailing's favourite regattas is the Coburn Sound Regatta. And so, to get us up to speed with all of that, we've got a couple of guests in today who can help us. 
We've got Big Alan Campbell, who's the Coburn Sale Regatta Chairman, and a Tasmanian devil not extinct. Welcome to Let's Go Sailing, Al. Yeah, nice to be back again, Ed. Uh, thanks for that. Um, it's good to have you here too, Al, and uh, you're looking terrific in your Cruising Yacht Club shirt there, and, uh, and uh, I hope we didn't keep you waiting too long today to get the show underway. And also with us is uh, Brett Andrews, who's President of the WA State uh, Skate Group, and he's been sailing in skates for 13 years and hails a bit from East Fremantle. Welcome. Yeah, cheers, Ed. Um, well, cheer up. <laughs> so, mate. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm sailing out at East Fremantle and you, know, you want to know a bit of the history about the class, I suppose? Yeah, well, yeah. we'll get around to that in a bit of time, but uh, how'd you get here today? Oh, sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, snuck out of work for a, uh, an hour just to... Uh, uh, just from Wangara, actually, so it's a bit of a trek, but yeah. Oh, that is a trek. Yeah, you know, so. Wangara's an interesting place. Do you know <laughs> that Wang, Wangara Volkswagen sponsor the uh, sponsored the uh, Geraldton Return Yacht Race? No, I didn't know that, no. Yeah, they did, and uh, they had a terrific uh, regatta up there and back again, and a lot of the blokes stayed up there and had a, a bit of a party for the week in the Batavia Racing. And also with us today is uh, Andrew's, Andrew Hanson, who's from the Perth Kiteboard Racing Club, uh, and he's been racing now for a couple of seasons and he seems to be having a bit of a bent for seven. He was seventh in last year's Lighthouse to Leighton. He was seventh in, the, uh, in, in, the, uh, in, in another regatta there. And uh, welcome to Let's Go Sailing, Andrew. Thanks, Ed, and uh, yeah, glad to be on the show for the first time. I hope you're the first of many and um, yeah, looking forward to today's interview. And what, what, what are the other sevens you've had? Oh, um, yeah, it seems to be a bit of uh, luck of seven. Uh, Townsville Regatta, we had um, uh, Sail Townsville, we had uh, some kites over there and uh, picked up another seventh. Uh, last year's Lancelin Classic, seventh again, so um, seven's my number. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, how did you get down here today? In that smart Volvo or something, BMW, I saw you arriving? Yeah, managed to make my way against the sea breeze, so uh, barely just made it here. Nice and windy outside today. Well, look, listeners, we'll just take a break from the sponsors and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back, listeners, to Let's Go Sailing on 91.3 Sport FM. And in the studio with us today is Alan Campbell, Brett Andrews and Andrew Hanson. Alan, let's start with you. How are the preparations going down there for the Coburn Sound Regatta? Yeah, well, Ed, uh, um, thanks for asking. Um, yeah, yeah, at least you're concerned. Uh, I don't know how many are, but no, we're flat out down there. We're flat out. Um, um, we've been updating sailing instructions as uh, different people come on board, uh, like the uh, like the kites and that sort of thing, and modifying bits and pieces as we go along. But they're sitting there ready to push the button, so that part of it's good. And a big effort from Steve Laws on that component. Uh, Sonia, the, uh, who looks after all our paperwork and bits and pieces, she's uh, she's right up me with uh, a list of things to do every day. So I'm just doing as I'm told at the moment, Ed, doing as I'm told. But uh, it's Al, have well. you got a, you've got a team down there, I know that for sure. Uh, have you got some major sponsors that uh, help you with all of that? Yeah, well, um, the two things that make a regatta, Ed, I think, uh, or the hard bits, are you've got to love your sponsors and you've got to look after them. We've got some extremely good ones in the Quinana Industries Council and, um, and Vixale, and uh, those sort of people, Doyle, etc. Uh, the City Council of Rockingham help us considerably, 
And if you look after your sponsors and treasure your uh, volunteers uh, and get a good start team, the rest is easy. And Al, uh, you're from down that part of the world. What's happening with that new marina down there? Where are we at with that? Ed, that's a very inquiring question. As far as we know, look, it looks like it's all going ahead. Uh, uh, the, uh, our yacht club's uh, obviously got an opportunity to go in there. It's a decision we've got to make in a couple of years' time, probably by the sound of it. Uh, but as far as we're concerned, it looks pretty right. So uh, uh, hopefully with Cedar Woods, who uh, uh, also one of our sponsors, um, uh, things should plough ahead down there, and that'll make a significant difference uh, to the ability to run a regatta down there with, uh, with uh, uh, marina pens and that sort of thing. Oh, well, that's good, Al. Well, it's always a great week down there, and I'm really looking forward to it. Is there any change of the format for this year's regatta that we haven't seen in other years? Well, just very quickly, Ed, uh, we've uh, enlarged the course areas to basically three course areas so we can separate all these fleets and uh, keep these terrifying kites out of everyone's way. Um, everyone's more scared of them than they are of... Uh, of the bigger boats. Um, we're busily organising bulkhead plaques now um, and each each competitor now will get a nice brass bulkhead plaque like the good old days. Uh, battle flags this year, uh, menus being revamped with the uh, the manager down there. Um, as I said the sailing instructions are ready to go um, and uh, we're busily designing a, a bigger better Peroni bar and rum bar, so... Well, don't change the food, because it's always good. Um, now, let's get to the skates that are racing down there. I understand that the skates are coming down it's, uh, for some of the time of the Coburn Sound Regatta, but I'm a bit interested in these skates. I've been interested in them for a long time, and to help us with all of that, we've got Brett Andrews. Brett, what is actually the history of these skates? Okay, so... Um I had a little bit of a look on our website today because I was asking around some of the previous uh, skate sailors um, just to get some information off them and a bit of guff off the old man and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, basically there's most of the information on the website. But basically the uh, the skate's a 14-foot long boat. It um, was built in 1956. Two-man boat uh, uh, built by a couple of blokes, uh, Jack Herrick and Vince Minter. Um... The, the, say, the shape and the size of the boat, uh, both the hull and the sails, have changed a fair bit over the years. But, uh, and the hull was redesigned uh, in 71 by Doug uh, Jeffkins. Um, and the same year, um, the first glass boats would start to come into the class as well. And then the full foam sandwich come in, just sort of mainly, I suppose, carbon on, on the outside uh, with Kevlar on the inside of the foam, dep uh, depending on uh, where it is on the boat. But yeah, all the all the boats these days are no wooden boats, obviously anymore. Yeah, yeah. Class. Well, I love those old photos. Uh, I love those old photos of the blokes in the old days yeah. taking the skates across the Nullarbor. Yeah, yeah. They um, they do. Uh, uh, we've done that for many years, and that, that's uh, sort of uh, about three boats travelled across the Tassie last year across the Nullarbor. Uh, everyone's always keen to do that, just to get on the open road and. Going a bit of a convoy and a bit of a thrash around the Nullarbor is always a bit of fun. So, and I know, I know, many years ago, in fact, in 1963, uh, uh, you're probably a bit younger. You wouldn't have been around then, but uh, I know they did uh, broadcast it on the ABC TV. They had a full outside coverage of the Australian Skate Championships wow. on the television, and it went on for days. And people loved it. They had cameras set up all around the river, yeah, and right. it was amazing. So the skates are a pretty famous class. Yeah. But why have you decided? to have your Australian Championships in Rockingham? 
Uh, well, I suppose in the last year, my brother was uh, had the job of having to look around different clubs and um, came across TCYC and Allen. And, uh, big Allen place, Campbell. Yeah, big Allen Ephesus. And uh, oh, basically what, what uh, TCYC had to offer uh, was just, we couldn't say no, basically. It was just um, an amazing sort of opportunity to be involved at the same sort of time as the Coburn Sound Regatta. So... Yeah, my brother was the, the, the kick-off for that, and I'm a fair few of the skate guys have actually been involved in all the meetings and so, sort of stuff since then. So everyone's pretty keen to be involved. And just from uh, what has been offered, a lot of people have come out of the woodwork who are pretty keen to get their regatta as well. So Yeah, a bit like the Sharpies. Uh, you know, they had the Sharpies. People came out of the regatta for Mounts Bay that hadn't been sailing for a while too. Yeah. So you're probably finding a bit of that. Uh, so who is actually coming out of the woodwork? Who's going to be sailing in the skates? Who's hot and who can we look out for? Um, Other well, than yourself, of course. Yeah, apart from myself, yeah. Um, well, uh, to start with, it's going to be uh, up to five uh, previous national champion winners sailing in this uh, na- national champs. And um, uh, these guys being uh, Gav Caporn, his old man, obviously used to sail skates for many years, and his old man as well, so it's in, the, in their family, on a boat called Drive It In Dry. Uh, and another guy, Dave Luck, who was always competing against uh, Gary with the amount of nationals that they'd actually won over the years. Uh, so he's from uh, New South Wales and boating uh, any which way. So those two, um, over the last few years, have been up, up the top of the game pretty consistently. So, um, yeah, they'll be two to, to look out for. But another guy who's just bought uh, a winged skate called Atomic Rat, uh, a guy called Kurt Johnson, he's... He'll be a bit of a dark horse, I think. Um, no one, he hasn't really sailed a lot on the skate the last few years, but uh, he, he, we haven't sailed against him, so we don't know how how fast he's going to be going or, or whatnot. But I think that uh, yeah, he was definitely someone to look out for. Do you mean by the wings, the wings that Richard Court invented, that they took off to the eighteen foot skiffs? Yeah, they've they've. Uh, there's about three skates in WA now that have got wings on them. So mm. yeah, but that we've obviously got the opportunity op- option of going with the planks or the wings so yeah, yeah right well cool. that'll be interesting to see the two styles there yeah and that'll be something the spectators will get a bit excited about yeah, i reckon yeah, yeah. um I, I, have you given richard quarter a call to see if you'll get back into a skate and see uh, how he goes no no not at all <laughs> well i reckon it'll be worth a try he yeah. loves his sailing and he's got a bit of time on his hands these days yeah good point uh, well some of the boys that are still in the class are in their sort of 60s and I think there's even uh, a guy from over east in his early 70s now. So they're, wow. not, they're not an easy boat to sail, but there's some bloody... As soon as you hit 14, 14 years old, any age, mate, jump on a skate. <laughs> oh, well, look, Andrew, it's, uh, 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 Brad, it's been great of you to talk about the skates, and uh, we'll talk to you again at some stage, maybe down at Coburn Sound. We'll just take another word from the sponsor, and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back, listeners, to Let's Go Sailing on 91.3 Sport FM. And if you've got any information about the skates, then please SMS in on 0429-913-913. That's 0429-913-913. And, Richard, I know you occasionally listen into this show, so maybe you could think about getting down there and uh, having a sail at the Coburn Sound Regatta and uh, thereafter in the Australian Skate Championships. But look, we've heard of the Andrews sisters. It's the Andrews brothers here this afternoon. We're moving straight on to Andrew Hanson, who's uh, mixed up in the kite surfers. And, uh, well, a kite racing, really, isn't it, Andrew? Yeah, it's, um, it's 
I suppose there's multiple disciplines of kiting. We've got the freestyle, the free ride, and uh, we're very much focused on the racing aspect of uh, kiteboarding. And uh, we've been told before that that's under the normal rules of sailing, so I don't think Big Alan Campbell's got too much to worry about with regards to a different style of sailing. It is under the same uh, rules. But look, what is your actual organisation, Andrew? Yeah, um, so our organisation is uh, Perth Kiteboard Racing Club. We're the first um, formally and officiated uh, club under in Australia under our national and state bodies, um, which in turn are the uh, association class for kiteboarding under uh, Yachting Australia. So um, that's our new club, new this year, uh, first inaugural season. And uh, and uh, so why Coburn Sound for you? Why have you chosen Coburn Sound? Um, rum and Peroni bars are a pretty good start, but uh, other than that, uh, world-class sailing venue and also a good, really great venue for us to showcase kiteboard racing. Um, we're a bit of a gypsy fleet. We don't have our own venue, our own club, so uh, we're always looking for great venues to showcase the sport and uh, um, Coburn, obviously, Regatta is a fantastic uh, place to do that, right in front of our crowds, right in front of the spectators, fantastic facilities and a very fast course for us. And if the listeners wanted to get a bit of a feel for what they could be looking at in Rockingham, you've got a big event coming up uh, this weekend, haven't uh, you? Next weekend, we've got uh, the Catalpa Classic coming up, so we'll be uh, uh, joining in the hot pursuit um, up the coast from Frio, uh, from Rockingham to Frio. Right, okay. Well, we look forward to all of that, and uh, and that'll be fantastic. So how are your numbers building up? Uh, I guess there's more coming too. Uh, and who's really hot amongst your uh, supporters? We've got, um, it's a steady, it's, I suppose our numbers are building steadily. Um, it is a bit of a niche within the kiteboarding area, and it is something that's obviously coming to the forefront through the sailing fraternities now. Uh, more clubs, more regattas are including kiteboarding. So we are getting some new juniors, some new entries. Um, we've uh, got a couple of uh, hot sailors locally who do well on both the national and uh, international uh, stages. Torva Miski will, uh, won't be here for the summer, unfortunately, so he won't be attending the regatta. Um, we've got some uh, hot imports in um, N. Uh, Philip Stevens. He's a, a really good French sailor. He'll be on the foils, so look out for him. Andy Cooksey, uh, another really quick sailor lately. Did really well at some of the showcase regattas in, uh, at Coburn. Um, and then we've got some of the, uh, uh, the sort of battle-hardened uh, local racers, Alti Frisbee and uh, John O'Keys. Look out for them. They're always hot contenders at, uh, at the kite regattas. And uh, are any of your members actually getting into these uh, foiling boards that I've seen? And uh, can you talk through on air to the listeners and explain the difference between the two sorts of boards and what are the difficulties perhaps with the foiling boards? Yeah, certainly. Um, within kiteboard racing, we've got two sanctioned classes. So the first is a, a box rule formula kite. So that's sanctioned under ISAF and is included as part of the uh, World Cups, uh, notably obviously Sale Melbourne coming up. Um, the other class is an open class uh, called Hydrofoils. So off the back of obviously the America's Cup, they've, uh, there's an unprecedented growth in the, the, the popularity of the foiling. And uh, we've seen that in the karting as well. So um, both very efficient, very effective around the course. The Hydrofoils are uh, a little bit harder, a bit like uh, balancing a skateboard on top of a unicycle. It's probably the best way to describe it. And... Um, very, very unique sensation flying across the top of the water. But um, once you pick it up, the first couple of days are very challenging. Um, but uh, after that, you're up and sailing. So four or five days and you, you're normally underway. 
So is it actually harder to make a start out on the water from lying in the water on the foiling boards or the conventional type of boards? Um, the larger course boards are a lot easier to learn. Uh, last season we had some training camps and um, one of the uh, youngsters we're hoping to see at the regatta is uh, Manny, 13 years old. Um, you know, within two weeks he took part in uh, his first regatta. So, f- f- yeah, full four-day regatta. So you can pick up the formula board very quickly and learn. Um, the foils are probably a little bit trickier and uh, more technical to get going. There's a lot more aspects to it um, in being that it's not just um, one plane or one axis that you're working on. You're working, you're almost flying a plane more so than uh, you know, sailing a board. Mm, mm. So um, there are some challenges to both, but uh, the formula board, you can pick that up and uh, you'll be going competitively within a couple of weeks. Well, Al, uh, back to you here, and uh, just to, it must be a challenge, really, to have the skates and the uh, foiling moths and all of the other fleets all out on the course. So will they all be racing around the same course? Will we be expecting the strings to get tangled up with the conventional yachts, or how are you actually working through all of that? Ah, well, Ed, we've given that a fair bit of thought, and... Uh no, so with the amount of space we've got down there at Coburn Sound, um, we've uh, we've pushed the bigger boats and all that, obviously, just down the course a little bit, and they'll be doing their uh, windward lures and their uh, passage races and that sort of thing, So and, and finishing on the jetty and most of those, so they won't interfere too much. And then the uh, between the uh, skates and the... Uh, and the kites, uh, they're basically racing in the afternoons most days anyway, and uh, the uh, because of the relaxed attitude the skates have, they have a couple of lay days mixed in there, and we're mixing the kites in with that, and uh, and we've created a third race area that'll uh, uh, give us a bit of space to run the kites without interfering with any other start lines, finish lines, or or getting into anyone's uh, course area too badly. Uh, a fair bit of thoughts had to go into it, but it's, it, it'll work. Well, that's uh, all about the Coburn Sound Regatta starting on Boxing Day, and it's a great favourite of Let's Go Sailing. But whilst we're talking about Boxing Day regattas, uh, another one that listeners might be interested to follow is the 2015 Laser Open Nationals at the Mandra Offshore Boating and Fishing Club commencing on the 27th of December. There'll be an open event, a Masters, a Laser Radials and a 4.7 event. Mikhail Lunt down there is a, a, the event director uh, and he'll be running a, a great event. He's pretty good at the organisational side of things and we'll review the entries and the form a bit closer to that regatta on Let's Go Sailing. And off the water, two events this week coming up that uh, listeners might be interested in. Next Wednesday night down at the south of Perth Yacht Club is an information evening on the Elizabeth Key development and on Thursday night down at the cruising in company group at the Fremantle Sailing Club, Manfred Spiker, an ex-co-host of Let's Go Sailing, will be talking on sea survival and safety at the Fremantle Cruising in Company evening. Uh, But boys, uh, if the listeners need to get hold of you, and there are some skate people out there, firstly you Brett, how do they get in touch with you? Is there a website or a, a phone number that they can get hold? Of you. Yeah, well, most of the details, like I said, is on the website, uh, skatesailingaustralia.org. Uh, we've also got a Facebook page as well, just uh, Skate Sailing. So um, either way, um, 
you can quite easily get in contact with me on the Facebook page and from there I can hand on my uh, my mobile number if needed to get me get in contact direct. So, yeah, that's basically it. So Thanks very much, Brett. And Andrew, for you, how do they get hold of you? Yeah, pretty much the same. We've got um, our uh, club website, which is www.pkr.club. And uh, if you jump onto Facebook, just search for Perth Kiteboard Racing. You'll find our page and uh, you can just uh, send us a note, drop us a message. Well, thank you very much, boys, for coming in. But And thank you, listeners, too, for your company this afternoon. Please stay listening to 91.3 Sport FM, particularly The Breakfast Show, which is regularly updated now at 8.25 in the morning on Sailing Matters by the Let's Go Sailing team. If you missed today's broadcast or you wish to listen to it again or even share it with your friends, you can do so by podcast on the 91.3 Sport FM website. If you've got any information for us or comments, you can email in at freemantlesailing at iinet.net.au. That's freemantlesailing at iinet.net.au. So please keep the mail rolling in. Let's go sailing.